0: And now, for the review of the day. Okay, I got a review here from the CBA, Certified Buyer Agent. Guys, if you haven't checked out this course, Carrie Shaw, Daniel Lesniak, it is blowing it up over at rebushuniversity.com. Uh, definitely listen to uh, their latest interview with me, and uh, there's a special coupon at the end where you could get a $500 discount. Um, Okay, so here it is. Sven Skari, Long and Foster Real Estate. This course is filled to the max with high-level strategies to help you and your agents work more efficiently and effectively with clients and prospects currently in your pipeline. The off-market property strategies could land you at least one new listing this year, not to mention double-ending a deal quite possibly. The scripts and role play that they go through work for both single agents and teams alike each part of the process of working with a buyer is crafted explained and taught in a way to make you an expert of building a client for life when working through the system that Carrie Dan and her team candidly share, do yourself a favor do your team a favor, jump all in with this course and learn how to work more efficiently and effectively with buyers you have or new prospects that you're generating. Five stars, certified buyer agent, www.rebushuniversity.com. Thank you, Sven scari Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast, so give me a one-star review if you want Or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University. The future of real estate training. Go now to www.revisuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double
1: your commissions now with Rebus University.
0: Okay, Rockstar Nation, we have a great guest today. Kelly Revor from Springfield, Missouri is on the line and... Uh, She is making waves out there, and we are going to find out what she is doing, and I am excited about this interview. So, Kelly, welcome, the Real Estate Rockstars.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Hey, Kelly, why
0: don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself so they can get to know you better?
1: Okay. Um, I have been an agent since 2013. Um, My mother was an agent. She's been an agent since 2006 and became the number one agent at her brokerage company, so I teamed up with her, and um, from there, we just... uh, Flew flew up and threw a team and we're super excited about that. My personal life, I'm a single mom of two little boys, they're nine and 10.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So how long have you been in the biz?
1: 2013, four years. My dad's a builder, he's been a builder since the early 80s. So I've been in real estate all my life.
0: Okay, and how about your mom? Like how long did she have the team or how long was she an agent?
1: She was a solo agent from 2006 up until I joined her in 2013.
0: Yeah, that happens a lot. You know, you see this older generation of realtors, right? They're solo, solo. And then their kids come in and they're like, no, you need to leverage, right? And it happens (laughs) all the time.
1: I'm the risk taker. She's the safe
0: one, so. (laughs) How's she
1: liking it so far? She, Well, she loves it. She's glad that she did it. We make a good partnership because we're two polar opposite people. So she calms me down and I fire her up and it works well.
0: That's awesome, man. That's great. You won't regret that. I mean, that's... That's a cool way to go. Um, all right, cool. So let's talk about some nitty gritty. So like, what was your ECI last year? Your ego commission income for the team?
1: Um, it was almost 500,000. Um, we like 498, 498,000. Now you got to remember too, I'm in Springfield, Missouri. So our average price point here is $150,000 home.
0: 150 is the, is the average. Okay. So how many houses did you have to sell?
1: 112 is what we sold last year
0: 112 okay cool and then when your mom was on her own like how many was she selling
1: she was selling well i think her she quickly became the number one agent at a brokerage company i i really don't know how many she was selling before i joined i know her year that i joined she sold 4.3 million so i've never done the math
0: well if you divided that by uh, you know one and a half Right, that that or one hundred and fifty thousand goes into a million. Let's see, six times roughly. So So she sold about thirty, maybe twenty-five to thirty houses. So that makes that makes sense, right? Two and a half a month, and and now you're doing over a hundred. So what's your profit margin look like on that?
1: Oh, that's a tough. Qu- <sighs> that's a really tough question, Pat. I don't know the answer to that. Um, I know that we make a healthy living, <laughs> but I don't know exactly what my profit margin is on that. I can tell yeah. you our eyes, I can tell you percentages of where we get all of our income from, but I don't know exactly the profit margin.
0: No problem. Were you working before you took over four years ago?
1: Yeah, I was working a corporate job. I have two college degrees, one in business and one in accounting, and I was working a corporate job Monday through Friday. I got really burned out on it and took six months off, and then uh, she convinced me to do this whole real estate thing. I was kicking and screaming and didn't want to do it. And it's uh, absolutely the best decision I've ever made.
0: And uh, so you're making a lot more money and you're having a lot more fun. And I guess that's all that counts, right? Yeah. And you get to work with your mom.
1: And I get to work with my mom and my dad because he's a builder and my brother works for him. So we're one big family business.
0: (laughs) Real estate family. Yes. So tell me about your business. Like You've been growing for four years. Now, when you got in, did you start selling yourself right away or how, how did it happen take me through the progress of the last four years
1: okay so when i jumped in and um, i was only supposed to help her with her paperwork because i have a business degree and um one thing led to another she started buying leads on zillow she was maybe spending two or three hundred dollars a month it wasn't much at all um at, we split everything 50,50. So she, the first two years, I would say obviously most of the transactions came from her and her sphere. Um, and I just did a little bit. But as the years progressed, we're even we evened out. And I would say right now we both do about 50, 50 percent of the work. So we went through, we bought some leads, went through Zillow, became successful, We fired, or I'm sorry, hired our first admin, probably about two years ago. We've gone through three admins since then, and we have a rock star right now, so we're really happy with our admin girl now. Um, we got our first buyer's agent um, maybe t- a year ago. That didn't last very long, had another buyer's agent. We've gone through three until in August of last year was when we like finally got a, an actual team that we could actually call ourselves a team, and we've just grown significantly since August, or well, it might have been June or July of last year. We now have uh, seven buyer's agents and one admin, and her and I.
0: Wow. So, you know, for uh, two years almost, right, you pretty much went through hell, right? Had, you know, people flipping out and, and leaving or, or whatever. You went through a team one by one. What lessons did you learn about team
1: building? Oh, boy, I could really go through those. Um, Well, the admin person, I would say the the biggest lesson is we really needed to find somebody that was capable of working autonomously. So, you know, obviously, as an agent, we don't want to be in the office. You can't have somebody that requires you to babysit them. It's just it's just not feasible. It's not what you're looking for. So I needed to find an admin that was self-directed. We I used the DISC profile to finally find ours, and we weeded a lot of them out. I learned do not hire friends um, because that will never turn out right. Um, And through buyers agents, we needed to find somebody that was motivated. They there's a lot of gurus out there that suggested we find somebody that's experienced because they understand that when you give them leads, how valuable that is. But I also found that if they were three or four years in the business, and this isn't a testimony to everybody. But um, it wasn't working for them because they weren't motivated. They were finding all sorts of reasons not to work and not to make their phone calls. And, and they had the perception of uh, mediocrity. Whereas if I got brand new agents in, they didn't know any better. They thought their first year out of the the gate they could earn six figures and so they were ready to go. They were ready to make those calls. They weren't afraid of rejection because they saw this huge picture that we could paint for them and they hadn't been tainted by past experiences.
0: So how are you handling it now, right? Because all of a sudden you have seven.
1: Yeah. So uh, three of them just started the first of January. So we're 11 days in. So (laughs) (laughs) before four of them them started, you know, we've kind of gotten those uh, over the last probably six months, but it hasn't challenging isn't the right word, but it's definitely been a learning experience. Um, You know, a lot of the training that we used to do, we no longer do because you just find Find things that you just assume that people know and then you you get burned once and realize that needs to be added in. Um, We do have trainings that our team does the last two weeks of every month. Um, We do a training Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 11 to 1. And so we have onboard training, lead gen training, scripts training, um, of course your MLS and and CRM training. Um, So we do six classes of trainings, plus every week we have a training uh, for our entire team um, every Wednesday at one o'clock and then in the morning we do daily huddles and that was something that we just recently started uh, in August we started a daily huddle at eight thirty in the morning every single agent needs to call in to a conference line we only talk for 30 minutes and we hold them accountable and I would say that dramatically changed our team um, that weeded out the people that were not interested whatsoever to be held accountable and it changed the culture of our team what and
0: and and so like give me an idea of like let's say i'm one of your agents right and um i'm calling what what is expected out of me
1: well we we really want to know how many phone calls that you made yesterday we want to know how many people did you talk to how many appointments did you set how many appointments did you attend how many contracts did you write up and how many closings did you have and then from there and we do that for every single agent um and that really helps us when we do our one-on-one training. That helps me to figure out if you spoke to twenty-five people but you didn't set any appointments, now I understand we need to work on the conversion from setting speaking to somebody to setting an appointment. And there's a different conversion for that than there is if you, you know, made an appointment with 10 people last week, but you didn't write up a single contract. Now I know that the conversion is, you know, needs we need to focus on that whenever we're meeting one-on-one. And you know, for me, I'm a high D, so it was it was difficult for me to train somebody because I am so driven that if I don't know the answer, I just go out and find it. And most people aren't like that. So um I, I've had to retrain my own thinking to realize that they need to be trained, they need to be mentored, because that is literally the the you get your biggest ROI by really putting into your team and, and showing them value and giving them love and, and mentorship. And that's how you're going to be successful on the end. And um, I didn't understand that at first. Wow. Okay. Fascinating. Great advice. Great advice. So what sort of
0: technology are you using to keep everything together?
1: Well, we our CRM is follow up boss. Um, follow
0: up boss. Okay. Follow
1: up boss. Our uh, lead gen, we use Zillow, Z buyer, um, Y and, um, those all follow in a follow-up boss.
0: So, so t- talk to me about Z buyer.
1: <laughs> in our area, we have not had a ton of luck with it, but I know people from other areas. What is it? It's, you know how you see those signs that say, we buy ugly houses. Yes. So you enter in your information there and it goes to this Z buyer database and then you call them and you have, you meet with them to say that you're an investor and a lot of times, you are as real estate agents. We buy a lot of investment property, and then you go to their place and you offer them something. If they're not interested in that, then you can offer to list of their house. Um,
0: so wait a minute. So this is all part of the "We Buy Ugly Houses" company.
1: Well, there's a lot of different ones, but it's, it's but not Z all.
0: Buyer is taking these leads. Are they getting the leads themselves? or Are they getting them from you know these these other companies?
1: No, they get them from. Um, they do advertising that's similar to the whole We Buy Ugly Houses. I don't know their exact advertising. They, they
0: do the ads, then they create a database of buyers, and do you have to pay them money yep. to access
1: this? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you do it per county.
0: Huh, that's interesting. I have to check that out. Okay. And uh, what else? What, were the, what was the, the third one you said? Y-Lopo? Yeah, tell me about that.
1: Um, so Howard Tager, he used to uh, own Tiger Leads, and then he got and sold Tiger Leeds, and I think he had to take two years to step away from it due to a non-compete, and he spent that two years perfecting Y-Lopo, which is Monopoly, the last, what, six letters of Monopoly spelled backwards.
0: The uh, last six letters of Monopoly spelled backwards, okay. Oh,
1: one, two, three, four, five, yeah. one, the last five. Okay. And he came up with Y-Lopo. And they do a lot of Facebook advertising and Google advertising. Um, Most of it comes off of Facebook. They create your ads for you. And then if you see a page um, with the house, then you click on the house saying that you are, you you want to see more pictures of the house. And uh, then after like three pictures, you have to register on the site. And then that comes into my CRM. Oh, that's cool.
0: (laughs) And, and, um, and then the CRM is uh, can you put your own leads in the CRM?
1: Yeah, it's so they actually use instead of having their own CRM, they actually use follow up boss, those two partner up.
0: Oh, is that right? Okay. Yep. All right, awesome, awesome, very cool. All
1: right, so tell me about
0: um, like a fair failure you've had in the last four years since you've taken over the team and tried to grow it and, and uh, or in your business per se, you know, working with a buyer seller. Um, where you learned a really valuable lesson?
1: Um, Well, when it comes to buyers and sellers, so as a single mom, um, I don't have anybody to help me when I have appointments in the times I have my kids. And I learned really early on, as much as it stinks to say this, that my kids were appointments. Um, I lost a client. I'd spent all weekend with her over Memorial weekends, um, woke up early, was out late, had to find somebody to watch my kids Saturday and Sunday. She wanted to go see houses on Monday. And I told her, no, I hadn't seen my kids all weekend. And when you only get your kids half the time, um, I really value that time. I said I needed to spend time with my kids. And she subsequently fired me, which just infuriated me. So from that point on, I learned that instead of saying that I needed to go to a kid's soccer game or Boy Scouts or whatever, I needed to call it appointment. I have found that um, clients are much more receptive when you have another appointment versus when you have a family time. So I also shut my phone off. I do not answer it when we're sitting down to dinner. Um, You know, I I had to set boundaries. And my first year in real estate, I was running ragged. I was working way too many hours. My family you know, my boys were really—they they were getting the brunt end of what I was trying to create, and it burned me. And I was not happy. I felt like I was not being very successful, and I was being a terrible mother. So it took—you uh, know—it took that hard time for me to set some boundaries and not answer the call, and realize that if an eight—or not an agent, but if a client doesn't respect my time, then I don't want them as clients, anyways. Um, and since then, I. I fired clients for their disrespect or their lack <laughs> of <life. laughs> You know,
0: what you say is a lot of truth, right? You know, people always respect, you know, another appointment, and, 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 but they, but it, it's just so rude that they don't respect family time, right? I mean, like, who does that, right? I mean, it's just terrible. But And I guess that's probably a motivation for you, too, to leverage yourself through a team because yep. at that point, you could be like, well, listen, I, you know, I've got another appointment, but, you know, Marcy can take care of you.
1: Yep, that's exactly right. And that's really what kind of brought us into the whole team team thing. We realized how well it worked for my mother and I because if one of us wasn't available, the other one almost always was. And we saw one plus one does not equal two when you've got mm. a strong partner.
0: One plus one does not equal two.
1: Yeah. Meaning, oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the income that we made co- collectively was so much more than the income that I wouldn't have been able to make 50% of what I made because the two of us combined were a much, much stronger person than just one or the other. You know, it just, it would have been impossible. I feel like when you, when you partner for performance and you find that right partner to coincide with or or do co-work with um the two of you together are going to be so much stronger than each individually
0: as a member of the rock star nation you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool And like, how do you guys break it up? Like, how do you decide who does what? And you know, is everybody different? Every client different? Or do you have certain things you do and certain things your mom does?
1: Yeah, so she likes buyers better than I do. She's got a lot more patience. She, that's the mothering part of her and my high energy personality. I definitely prefer sellers. I can get a seller to lower a price and have an open house and be excited about it and think it's the their idea, you know? So I'm really good at that, and she's not very good at that. Um, so that works well for us. When it, What we do now, and uh, it's pretty much whoever is available on those last-minute appointments. We used to attend listing appointments together. and um, We've gotten out of that now. Uh, we don't attend them together. It's pretty much whoever has the time and the capability to do it because we can. we're both very great at getting listing appointments. For buyers, if it's her sphere of influence, then she works with them. Or if it's a referral that they got from her sphere of influence, she works with them, and then the same goes for me. Um, if it's somebody that neither one of us know, we hand it out to our buyer's agents.
0: That's interesting. Okay. So I like how you guys are able to work so well as, as mother and daughter and you understand each other and that sort of thing. And does anyone on the team get feel like uh, they're keeping all the good stuff for themselves or if the mom's going to give it to the daughter or the daughter's going to give it to the mom, they're not going to give it to us as far as leads are concerned? Do you, do you have that or do you just have an understanding? I mean, how do you handle that?
1: So um, when we very first started on a team, we did a round robin thing. So even if, if I got a $350,000 house um, and one of, uh, my mom got a $50,000 house, we just did a round robin and it went great that way. Now that we have grown so much, Linda and I actually, we are not on any of our lead generation systems. So every, every buyer's lead goes to our team. And then seller leads, that goes to Linda and I all the time. They don't, that's a buyer. Linda's they,
0: your mom, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Yeah.
1: No problem. It's all good. Okay. Well, that, I mean, that's fair.
0: Then they know going in at 100%. So, the, you know, the most expensive buyer and the, the, that comes in could go to any of them, right? Yep.
1: Exactly. We don't take them. The only thing that we take is a sphere of influence that has contacted us directly or somebody that was referred directly to us.
0: Now, what what about these new agents, right? Like you got three new agents, you're going to put them in the round robin. What if they blow a deal?
1: No, it's to be expected. Everybody, ah, <laughs> you just let yeah, let the, you know,
0: everyone's got to get their head kicked in that, and that's right. That's how you learn, right? Is is
1: I was not. I mean, she threw me into the fire, and it was literally sink or swim. And um, I think that's the best way to learn anything. I I don't remember the author. There's a book called Mockery with Your Hair on Fire, and. Um, it's just basically go in there and do it you're going to fail but you need to fail forward and i'm i'm really big on
0: that yeah absolutely absolutely well kelly let's wrap this up with our flagship question and that is this if i took you and i put you on an island but that island has people on it and they're buying and selling houses they're making money right and i also put nine other agents on that island and i gave each agent a $1000 i gave him a laptop computer and a cell phone and i said listen You guys go out there. You don't know anybody. Nobody knows anybody. You need to sell more houses than the nine other agents. Whoever sells the most houses after six months gets $5 million. How is Kelly going to win this show?
1: Easy. You just love on your clients. You give them- You don't have
0: any clients.
1: Well, love on the people that you're meeting. You're
0: Take just going to them- walk down the street and hug people? or That's
1: <laughs> not what I mean by love. <laughs> That's creepy. That's just creepy. <laughs> <laughs> um, buy them coffee. Buy them lunch. Um, have a happy hour where you invite everybody in the town and have them come and meet with you. Network, network, network. And if you constantly bring value, you constantly... Love on them, not physically, but
0: uh, <laughs> I get you, I get you.
1: Um, if you constantly give them something without the expectation of reciprocity, you your business will absolutely flourish.
0: Wow. And you're just going to do that. You're going to spend the money one coffee at a time and just meet people and socialize with them, hand out business cards, and just let the business grow.
1: Yep. I mean, if, they, if there is a – okay, so I just said to you something about mockery with your hair on fire – a book, if they mention, I've never heard of that book, I wonder what it's about. You can bet I'm gonna go out and buy that book for them and bring it to them, hand deliver it to them. Yeah, if a birthday coming up. I'm gonna make sure to send them a little video text telling them happy birthday, not mention my business at all,
0: right? Right, expect nothing in return, right?
1: Give without the expectation of reciprocity. That is exactly how you're gonna grow your business.
0: That's awesome, beautiful. Well, beautiful advice, Kelly. This has been fun. The best of luck to you in, in Missouri and uh. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day. And if I'm ever down that area, I will uh, look you up. We can break some bread.
1: Absolutely, Pat. I'd love it.
0: Have a good day. Thank Thank you. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University. Thank you for tuning into Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast, and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening, and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben, and keep rocking.